Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Everyone is nervous when they get on here, including myself. Because, oh, you know, really? I mean, well, sure. I mean, you know, we've never met, you know, it's uh, when you meet somebody in person, like out at a social function or something, it's a, uh, it's a little different because uh, you're in that atmosphere. But uh, this is kind of, uh, you know, planned and we've never met in person. And uh, so most people I've talked to are, uh, well, first of all, when I text them, they're usually hesitant to be on a podcast because most people I've talked to on here have never done, like, this is their first podcast. So usually they're pretty nervous. I had one girl, she was, uh, she said, yeah, I did a few shots of liquor before uh, we started. She was drinking. She said, yeah, this is my liquid courage because I was so nervous. <laughs> I was thinking about that as well, but... <laughs> But the problem is for me, it's always a little bit um, hard to talk English so much because, yeah. you know, we are speaking German, so um, you never mind about talking to stranger, first time podcast and speaking English. That's, uh, <laughs> you want to, you don't want to be impaired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, is your name uh, Sanity? Is that is that how you say it? Um, yeah, it is, but it's just my uh, I call it gamer name. Yeah. So um, my real name is uh, Jesse, but uh, as you prefer, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. I'm Eric. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I uh, so I go by my uh, my nickname is Erock on our uh, YouTube channel. So um, I always tell people my real name when I'm on here because sometimes uh, I've had a couple of people ask me when they first start, like, so are you, are you the one that's contacted me on, uh, on Instagram? You know, cause it just says trifecta airsoft. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm E-Rock from our YouTube channel, but I'm, my name's Eric. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So you are in, uh, you're in, are you in Austria? Is that? Yes. Right. Okay. Because right. I saw, I was looking at your Instagram and you had um, uh, some of the gameplay stuff uh, or footage or pictures, I guess, from where you played. And I yep. looked up where it was at and I was like, oh, okay. Because I saw some pictures of of you guys uh, in like pretty heavy snow area. Yep. I was like, oh, yep. that must be cold there. <laughs> Oh no, it's it's quite okay. This year it wasn't that cold at all, and we don't get that much snow. But sometimes you get two meters snow or something like that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, where I grew up uh, in, uh, kind of like uh, the northern part of uh, the United States, the northeast part, we had uh, a lot of snow in the winter, and um, I remember growing up as a kid. There was uh, one year, I think I was like 10 years old or something. There was this giant snowstorm. We had like eight feet of snow where we were at in a couple days. So the snow was so high, it was up to the roof of the house. 
and we would go, <laughs> we would go out and uh, me and my friends, and we would actually uh, sled ride off the roofs of the house uh, into the backyard. That's, that's a funny story. We got in my childhood, there was a lot of more snow like uh, nowadays. Um, and I was living in the second floor of a house with, uh, I think it has five floors, something like that. And I can remember there was once, I think we had something like three meters. I don't know how much it is in feet because we don't use feet. <laughs> that's about, that's about nine feet. Yeah. So it, it was, it was pretty much. And I can remember that my dad means you need to jump from the balcony into the snow. So we get started putting our jackets on and all kids from a neighborhood coming into our flat and jumping from the balcony into the snow. And we make them feel like tunnels into the snow and small igloos. It, it, it was pretty funny. It was pretty, pretty funny. But I can remember we had later on so much snow as the days. Yeah, that's uh, when you're a kid, uh, snow, like a lot of snow is so fun. You know, because you dig the, like you said, we dug the tunnels and stuff too. We made these giant like caves and dug out all this stuff and we were playing in it. But, uh, you know, as adults and we have to go to work and drive in the snow, we're like, uh, fuck this shit. <laughs> oh, totally yeah. right. Totally right. I always say I like the snow on the mountains, but not on the streets. <laughs> right. For real. Especially when, you know, if you have to go to work like kind of early in the morning, when it's in the wintertime, it's still dark out in the morning when you go to work and then uh, your car is covered or, you know, you got to scrape all this ice off the windows. And uh, yeah, it's it kind of it's real pretty, like uh, especially at Christmas time. You know, we put out a lot of people around here put out lights and, you know, decorate and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and if you have kind of a little bit of snow, it looks really pretty. But uh, after a couple days, like. It can just go ahead and go away. <laughs> I I feel you. I feel you, Trilogy. This year, um, after work, I got a problem because I'm living a little bit on the mountain. Mm. And there are three ways to get to my place. And all three ways were closed. The streets were closed. Because I got so many cars stuck. Nobody came up there. So I need to park my car far away from my home and walking, I think, about one and a half hour home oh my with God. really bad news. <laughs> oh. I was done. I, I called my boss at home and told him if it would be okay to stay home the next day because I was pretty, I was off after one and a half hour of walk. <laughs> oh, you had to be miserable. Did your feet, uh, did your toes get cold as hell? Yes, they do. They do, but um, that's no problem. I got some USB feet warmer underneath my PC, so everything's fine. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So the the area I live in now, uh, we live, we moved here about ten years ago or uh, fifteen years ago, and it's about ten hour drive away from where I grew up, and uh, or about six hundred miles from where I grew up. And, uh, south. So we're in, uh, South Carolina. It's, uh, warm, 
most of the year. In the summertime, it's really hot, 95, uh, really high humidity. And um, so we, uh, I, I love the warmth. I love the heat. I like the sun. And uh, I don't like the snow or cold too much. So anyway, I like being where I'm at. <laughs> I was thinking about you traveling away or even completely move away from Austria as well, because I'm also more like in summer to uh, more, more like a summer kid. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like snow, but just for looking, I'm get cold easily. So, but uh, the problem is um, we got so many benefits in Austria. So I've learned three years uh, Japanese and was thinking oh, wow. about moving to Japan. Yeah. But, um, you know, work times and uh, as a not Japanese person, you get uh, often bullied and stuff like that. And they are quite... Um, I love Japan and I love the people in Japan. They are yeah. mostly really, really nice. Um, but a friend of mine is moving to Japan long a time ago. And um, she's often saying if she can choose again, she wouldn't move to Japan again. Oh, wow. So that was my plan. Now uh, I'm just studying in Austria, so <laughs> I'm <safe. laughs> Yeah, I, uh, so I grew up in the, you know, here in America, and then I went in the military for four years, and uh, a long time ago, and I spent one year in, uh, in Okinawa, Japan, so it's not the same as mainland, you know, it was a lot, um, a lot more traditional, I guess, or old, you know, old school compared to uh, you know, compared to like Tokyo or something like that. But, uh, I loved it there. It was, you know, of course we were in the military. We had, you know, military bases, uh, all over Okinawa and, uh, we had a great time, but we mostly drank and went to the beach, you know, after work or on the weekends. <laughs> Cause it was, uh, it was hot and sunny there all the time. You know, it was like a tropical environment. So it was really pretty. But, uh, and the, the ocean there, the beaches are really, really pretty. It's a lot of coral. They don't, uh, they actually didn't have, uh, at, you know, natural sand beaches. It was all rocks and coral. And, uh, there was a couple places on the island where they brought in, uh, sand and made like a giant sand beach, uh, for, you know, the residents and stuff. But uh, most of it was really uh, like dark blue or light blue coral, which makes the water, like when you see those, you know, pictures or videos, it makes it really pretty. But uh, it's very difficult to walk on. <laughs> so we're walking out there with bare feet, you know, with drinking a beer, talking and stuff, and our feet are getting cut up. <laughs> I was in, in Tokyo. I tried to go to the beach, but it was December. So it was, uh, I, n I never thought in Tokyo days pretty rarely snowing, but when I was there in December, for sure it snows. It what followed else? you from Austria. <laughs> that, that's, that's like, I'm hoping to 
do not see any snow in my holiday. And there we go. Oh. It snows. Perfect. You know, that's, that's so funny because uh, that was the joke when we first moved down here to South Carolina. Uh, you know, of course, we came from an area that was uh, cold and snowy a lot of, you know, months out of the year. Well, then the first winter we got down here, there was like this giant ice storm, which they hadn't had for a long time. So everyone I worked with was blaming us, you know, oh, you brought all the cold down from Ohio. <laughs> I said, yeah, it followed us. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> what you drinking? What is that? Mm. It looks like a, uh, what is that? Um, that's a uh, Club Mate. Uh, I was thinking how, how the movie is called. Uh, in Netflix, there was a movie. I think it was about, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh, I can't remember. But that's, um, I don't know if you, you know, Mate? What is it? Club Okay. Club no, Mate. Mate. It's it's um yeah. it's a tea. It's a somehow it's a tea. Mate tea is something uh, makes you up energy like um, oh. coffee or something like that. Right. But it's sparkling and fresh and not that sweet at all. So I pretty like it, and uh, that's a, a drink. I think uh, it gets. More and more common here underneath the gamer guys. It's more oh, the gamer yeah. drink. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's really good. You have the, uh, so you, do you game? Do you do some gaming? Uh, I, I do, I do. Yeah, I love your headset. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the cat ears. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of gamers uh, here in America, we had years ago, they had this, uh, Mountain Dew, uh, they came out with this game fuel, you know, it was, uh, one of their, uh, I guess one of their types or whatever they came out with. And, uh, it was kind of, I think it was kind of like orange kind of taste or whatever for a Mountain Dew in, uh, and it was, but it was like geared after, after, you know, the games like Halo and that kind of thing. But that was, uh, a lot of guys drank that back when uh, Halo first came out, they would, yeah, oh, you got to have a, a Mountain Dew game fuel, uh, Mountain Dew game fuel, you know, to, uh, to play Halo and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we drank, you know, energy drinks and that kind of thing to uh, when we were game. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. I never tried the Mountain Dew. I'm trying to get one, but, you know, it's every time the same thing. If we get something from America, it's expensive. So, uh, um, yeah. And also, I'm trying to get hard to get 
since years, I just want to try some candy corn. Candy corn? Yeah, I just oh, want listen. to try some candy corn. <laughs> now, you're talking about like the um, the caramel the, popcorn the, or whatever? No, no, the Halloween candy corns. Oh, um, the little uh, yellow from, and... From Branches or something. I think they the the name of the, the brand is Branches or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if, I, if maybe I find it. Well, listen, I will send you some. Because we can get that all year round. You're talking about the little, mm -hmm. it looks like a little triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the three little colors, like the orange, white, the orange. yellow, and white. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I will send you a bag of that. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> that would be nice. For real. Yeah. Uh, we get sometimes uh, pop-up uh, American candy stores. And ever trying to find some. I try Twinkies and stuff like that already. But yeah. they never had the candy corn, and I just want to try them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, I, that's interesting because uh, I guess you know we most of us assume that most countries have you know the same type of drinks or snacks or whatever you know like these big companies uh, that make all this stuff. We assume that you guys everywhere have access to this thing. So uh, yeah, I'm, that's interesting. So candy corn. Uh, Mountain Dew, you, it's hard. So you guys don't, you couldn't go into like a gas station or, a uh, a, a grocery store and get Mountain Dew. Not really. No. Really? That's... What kind of, do you guys have soda like, uh, Coke or something like that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Coke, Sprite, uh, Fanta, stuff like that. The normal mm. things we, we, we do have as well. Yeah. But, um, hmm, what did I know from America? What we can't get here as well. Huh. That's crazy. More Mountain like the, the, the sweet stuff is a thing. Um, I don't know why it is, but the sweet stuff I tried from America is uh, not quite the same as the sweet stuff at our place. It's okay. sweeter. Yeah. Kind. <laughs> yeah, they they put all kind of junk and sugar and stuff in our stuff. You see how you know, fat Mer Americans are. So they're always eating the, the Twinkies and Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think, uh, I think the, the thing on um, plus size people, but we, we also get plus size people. I was as well. I was pretty plus size. Really? Longer time ago. Um, so uh, but that's, that's the kind everybody need to do his own decision. What do you eat? Right. But for sure, if there is, more stuff with more sugar you might get easier yeah plus size so how did you get uh so how did you change from that did you uh you just got tired of being you know like that and you started changing or did you start exercising i was plus size in childhood it's yeah as i don't know if you know what's Typical Austrian food, but we eat a lot of things uh, like with um, flour and um, oh, yeah. fat and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 just something you need to get some weight. So um, on a point, as I got on teenage age and people bullied me pretty hard mm, right so after a long time i tried to get a job 
it's the same thing as well. If you doesn't look that pretty, you might not get a job. Even if right. the person behind you looks pretty and doesn't know what she's really doing, she might get the job, but you don't mm -hmm. because you don't look pretty. So there was a point I'm going outside and can't really move my feet because every single step hurt. Oh, wow. And um, there was a point I thought maybe I should just lose weight or maybe I will end up broken totally. Mm -hmm. So um, I get a surgery from my, as a form of stomach. Yeah. And then I lose something about 20 kilograms. And um, after the, this 20 kilograms, I need to put down weight by myself because it just was a small sugary. It, was, it wasn't that uh, big thing. You you lose weight instant. You just... Gotcha. So after that, I completely changed my habit of eating and uh, making sports such as Airsoft as well. So yeah. Airsoft is the best thing to just keep fit and keep your weight. Even I still love cake and something like that. And <laughs> of course, everyone loves cake. <laughs> oh yeah, the cake is a trap every time. <laughs> well, I, you know it's funny because uh, I saw this uh, a, a few years ago. I was watching something where they were talking about. I always put this guy was talking about. I always post these uh, thing, you know, these events, and he was trying to get a bunch of like a social event. He was trying to get a bunch of people to show up and nobody would show up. So uh, he was like, I don't know what to do. And the lady he was talking to said, well, start having some cake at the, uh, you know, at the social event. And then when you're posting this invitation, say, hey, there's cake and take a picture of it or whatever. He said, everyone showed up. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, get them with the cake now. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, people always say, or our family, it's always the same. The family is more like, oh, grandma, oh, no, I don't have any time, grandma. I made cake. Yep. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> yep, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's why when you have parties, you know, food is like the center of the party. If you don't have food at a party, it's not a party. So you got to have a bunch of different varieties of food and, uh, and especially desserts, you know, cookies and cake and brownies or whatever, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's the way that we socialize, you know? So, and I socialize on here when I'm talking to people by drinking because I can still take a drink and talk. Uh, but if I'm stuffing my mouth full of food, like cake or something, I can't really talk, <laughs> you know? So this is a social thing too. So what, uh, what got you into airsoft growing up? Like, did you get into it at a young age or did you start out in paintball? Um, not pretty. I'm just quite really new and, um, especially I never was in something thing like that my 
ex-boyfriend was a major of our military, gotcha. some higher place. I don't know in what place he really was, but I made him, I think, six years ago or something like that. And Gilly's youth, that's the only thing I can remember, but I never was something in, in a gun thing or something. I'm just quite girly. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, a friend of mine, she's wearing the same Japanese dresses as I, so I, I know her from um, Japanese dressing culture. Um, her now husband, her husband, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, says, hey, you should come airsoft because you've got some aggression you may need to lose. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, shit. You, 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 need, you need to know, you need to know I'm an engineer and technical engineer and um, mostly need to talk to people on the phone and thinking about why are you sitting there? I hate people so much. <laughs> so, um, oh, I, I was angry all the time. And he, he said to me, maybe if you go to Airsoft and shoot some people, you might get better. And yes, I get better. <laughs> totally better. <laughs> right? Uh, it feels good. <laughs> um, I said, don't have any clue about different guns or something like that. So if, right. if anybody say, you know, that AK or M4 or something like that, I know I have an M4. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm what, what I really love on, on Airsoft is not just the shooting on the playground, it's uh, the home stuff as well. Like uh, I do anodizing my own stuff in pink because uh, nobody anodizes in pink, so I do it my own. I'm a technician, so I learned that yeah. that's what I'm doing, turning, milling, anodizing. Right. Yeah, I saw on your Instagram, you uh, on, your pro, on your bio, you had a mechanical engineer, 3D printing, you know, and, and I've seen some of your, um, you know, I went through your Instagram, you had uh, some posts where you had uh, showed something, you're 3D printing or that kind of thing. And uh, it looks really cool. And then yeah, I'm going to tell you how I found you was through uh, one of the uh, photographers that I know that I follow on Instagram had uh, posted or reposted, I guess a picture of you on the field and you had these uh, these black and like urban camo you know uh, like the black and gray kind of camo pants and you were leaning up against the wall you had you know you were on the field and uh, he reposted it and said uh, this is hot as fuck something like that and uh, <laughs> for real so because you were wait, you were leaning on a wall uh like on a barrier. And, um, and so that's how I found your Instagram channel or page, I guess was, uh, through him. And, uh, and so I, when I looked and you said, you know, you had, 
uh, 3D printing and I saw your posts on, you know, with the airsoft stuff. I was like, hey, I'll reach out to you, see if, you know, you know, talk about it, you know, whatever. It's cool. I love this, this crusted stuff totally. It's such a 3D printing or doing mechanical stuff. It's I'm sewing, I'm making leather works and stuff like that. I just love to being crafty. So, so. did you, um, were you always like that as a kid growing up? Do you, were you always into that kind of thing and then interested in engineering type of things and then you went to school for it? Um, my dad had his own factory so he made uh, machines just battle machines so if somebody came and say i need a machine who does this and this and this and this he just um it, it's like a kid you planning you drawing you do everything from zero to 100 and that was the thing i just fell in love and i was a kid with i think three years or five years and my dad built a small turning machine it's it was just like that hmm. while my dad was on the big turning machine i stand on his side on my own small turning machine and learn how to turn oh wow so i just fell in love from the first breath to till now on this mechanical thing Later, I got some problems with my my back, so that's because you know if if you need to every time hold some heavy stuff, it's it's just not that easy. Right. So, so wait, guess, uh, the turning machine is that um, like what does that do? I'm not familiar with that term. Um, is that like a lathe, like a something that spins? Yeah. Yeah, and and you cut uh, or you form something from it. I can show you. Yeah, um, show just oh, a yeah. second. Say, so if you pull it up on your uh, computer screen, you can share the screen on uh, Discord as well. Uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've had people do that where they want to show me something. They'll uh, they'll just pull it up. I'm a little old school. I'm all into the um, TeamSpeak thing. <laughs> Discord is quite uh, quite a new thing. Yeah. Well, Discord was uh, invented for gamers initially, you know, originally, because uh, we needed a platform to uh, for multiple people to get into a chat, you know, because game chat wasn't really a thing until later years. I was beginning gaming with. I think I was 11 or something like that. And uh, there was the first TeamSpeak. So I've I've played World of Warcraft quite a long time. <laughs> and uh, I, I just had the, the TeamSpeak and the chat in World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. That's a good video. The uh... videos from your dad's? No, no, no. That's that's oh, okay. just that's just. Uh, I I do have a video on my phone where I was turning something for my gun. Yeah. But uh, it was so terrible, at least <laughs> because it was <laughs> late at night. It was like two a.m. in the morning, and I yeah. just want to get finished with my gun. Um, it's a shortly shown what's what's turning. That's yeah. So that yeah, we call that a uh, lathe. Uh, 
so yeah, it, but it's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Turning, yeah, milling. You know, you know as well. Milling, like, yeah. Uh, that's that's milling thing. Yeah, CNC uh, milling or uh, yeah. lathe. Yeah, milling. Yep. So, oh, but but I don't have any CNC machines. I just need to do it on my own. So. Yeah. <laughs> but your dad, your dad built those kind of machines. No, he just built one for me. Oh, wow. A small one. Uh, not, not quite one of these machines. He made some machines like um, sorting different stuff with camera system and um, well, <laughs> different, completely different. We also made a machine who does uh, tights, woman tights, fold them up and stick them into the foil and seal them so it can go out. Nobody oh, needs to cool. fold it. That's cool. I've seen machines like that where they, uh, you know, videos like that where they do the, uh, where it folds up like a t-shirt or something, you know, those little arms, you know, and then shove it into a bag. <laughs> that was the same, something like that my, my dad makes as well. So oh, cool. later I, I told him I want to do the same way and um, want to get the factory but there uh, are some problems and uh, at least uh, he's getting pension and uh, I wasn't finished with my school at end so now it's time to study something new <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean that's you know sometimes we can't help what happens in life and then you take a different direction uh, I'm not sure if you know the history of our channel but uh you know, our YouTube channel. And so how I got to here doing podcasts uh, for Airsoft is funny because uh, I haven't actually played Airsoft. So <laughs> look at that face. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. It's I was horrible. so ashamed. I'm, oh, I'm still new at that. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know. Listen. <laughs> so, uh, Two of my sons got into airsoft three years ago with their best friend. And uh, at the time they got into it, that they start playing, uh, you know, they're adults, they're in their 20s. And uh, I was paralyzed. So I was paralyzed for two years uh, with an illness. And then, uh, so before that, I was the kind of guy that really, I mean, I knew how to use a computer. I, I built my own computers. I game, you know, I was a gamer and that kind of thing. But I never... I never watched YouTube. I never did anything on YouTube, okay, up until three years ago or uh, five years, yeah, five years ago. And because um, I started like five different uh, YouTube channels. But anyway, uh, Airsoft was one of them. So uh, I was, uh, you know, stuck in the house. I couldn't get out of the house and work. I could barely walk and that kind of thing. So that's how this whole thing started. Uh, so I still am kind of recovering from that and uh i can't walk very fast or you know uh or hold you know heavy heavy things so uh so i have not played on the field like gone to an airsoft field and play with these guys my two sons and their best friend play and i started the youtube channel and i had them uh filming like with gopros and you know that kind of thing and then i would edit and then post all the videos on our YouTube channel. 
So uh, it's so funny when I when I talk to people on here, like when I message somebody, hey, you want to be on a podcast? And uh, they're like, well, I don't really know. Like I'm brand new in Airsoft. I don't really know that much about Airsoft. I'm like, bro, I've never even played. Okay. So <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, that's uh, that's how I got to here. But right, I scared it first. You asked me for the podcast because I'm we're like, oh my god, I'm so completely new in Airsoft. I don't even know any word <laughs> in English. Oh god damn, I don't know how to speak. <laughs> oh, you're doing great. Oh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> oh yeah. I hope my English teacher doesn't get angry of me because my English is so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're doing wonderful. I uh, I did a podcast with a girl in uh, here in the States just a couple weeks ago and she, like her mom's from Poland. So she grew up going in, going to, she grew up in the United States, but she grew up going to, uh, you know, Polish schools here in America. So she was uh I, she was telling me that she, you know, grew up that way. And she, I was like, so I said, do you speak Polish? She said, yeah. I, speak, I said, let me hear it. Oh no. She said, no. I, she goes, mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I'm going to mess this up. So <laughs> <laughs> she was talking and whatever. And I said, that sounded awesome. She goes, nope, it was horrible. I'm going to get, you know, all these people, my teachers would be mad at me right now, you know? So that's funny. Yeah, it's uh, the problem at our places. Like everybody needs to learn English. That's that's completely fine. That's completely mm. fine, and it's it's right because so we can speak with the world. The the thing is, nobody really speaks English. I I mean, as we had this in between thing, we call it the English. Yeah. It's it's the meaning between Deutsch. That's German <laughs> ah. and English, so it's English. Some words are in English we use daily too, but uh, right. mostly we, we don't speak English. And most of the Austrians, uh, we don't use it. So why should we speak perfectly English? So I never thought I ever do podcasts in English. <laughs> <laughs> well, here you are, and you're doing wonderful. It's uh, we have the same thing here. So like a lot of people that come to America from like. Uh, Mexico or <clears throat> when she, you know, when I was talking to this, this one girl, she was like, I speak, sometimes I speak Polish because I'll speak Polish, but then I'll throw in like an English word, you know, <laughs> I think that's really common with, uh, people that speak, you know, different languages, uh, because whatever the country they're in, whatever the main language is, they'll, uh, they'll still speak, you know, throw in some words that are common from another language and uh you know we have my son is actually uh his girlfriend is from colombia and she's only been here uh two years in america but she has two kids that are young like 11 and, and six and uh they speak really good spanish and really good english but the mom you know uh, my son's uh, girlfriend is older and and uh she's having a hard time she uses a uh, google translate on her phone like when she comes over for a party and she wants to tell us something she'll just uh she's like she'll start talking and then she'll stop and go 
uh, and she'll just type it in and then she'll try to read it, you know, like say it or whatever. So it's really cool. I, you know, those are things that I wished America would put into our schools is learning, you know, a lot of the different languages like that, like German, uh, Japanese, Spanish, you know, we have those classes in high school, but, uh, and they're starting now to teach younger kids, uh, in the school or whatever, like Spanish, but they don't, they're not really, they'll teach them a couple words. Like people that go through these classes, it's not a, uh, I think they don't take it serious maybe. And so, uh, you don't really learn a whole lot of that language, you know, when you come out. So you could pass the class like in high school with, you know, very little effort. Right. And you get out. I, I took Spanish in high school and when I graduated, I knew like Ola, <laughs> I knew like two words. Okay. Cerveza beer and, uh, and, and hi, <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> the most important things in life, beer and I'm hi. <laughs> Hello, where's the beer? <laughs> That, that was the first thing I learned in Japanese. <laughs> one, one beer, please. Yes. How do you say it? Mm, oh, that's good. Very good. Yeah. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hi, hi. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I spent a year over there and I learned uh, arigato, uh, hubba hubba honcho, you know, with a, the taxi driver. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Uh, I, learned, I learned it for three years, but never used it again. So mm -hmm. I think I literally forgot more than I learned before. <laughs> <laughs> That's last what time, happens. Last time in, in my English uh, classroom, happened a thing and everybody looked at me like oh my god i i was saying uh, they they just should wait a minute and i don't say it in german and i don't say it in english i say it in japanese i say chotomate kudasai and everybody <laughs> i said what the hell <laughs> But that's that's the point when uh, I don't remember the German word and I don't remember the English word. Then there comes the Japanese word. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, that's cool, though, you know. And you know what? Uh, anime is really uh, becoming popular now here in America. Do you guys, uh, are you in anime? Like, um For sure, I'm just growing up with anime. It, yeah. It's more shocking to me that it just become now popular mm -hmm. in America. Well, I guess I'm just now aware of it. Okay, over the last couple of years, it's probably been popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been really popular. I remember um, one of my when uh, when I first heard this is a few years ago, and somebody's like uh, one of my friends was like. Uh, Oh yeah, man, I watch anime. I'm like, oh, like what? You know? And um like Pikachu or something? He was like, no, that's Pokemon. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so he said <laughs> He goes, No, man, I watch this one called Afro Samurai. I'm like, oh, what is that? It was pretty cool. So 
that was, uh, you know, I haven't really, I don't have a lot of experience in anime or, you know, time watching and stuff. But uh, my youngest daughter just got married a few months ago. And uh, she is, uh, her and her husband are big into anime. Like his his whole family, like the, his sisters, he's got four sisters. And uh, they're all into anime for like ever. So when they come over, I have a uh, sketch pad, like a drawing pad with, uh, you know, uh, charcoal um, pencils, you know. And uh, so... I'll have that. They, they love to draw. So they'll come over and go, hey, can I get your drawing pad? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. So they'll draw pictures and it's always the anime stuff, you know? <laughs> so wonderful. If somebody can draw something like that, I just, that's a thing I never could do. Drawing is, it's, wow. I'm, I think it's, it's, I'm glad if I can draw a little sun or something, a smiley. And that's not even beautiful. <laughs> By the way, congrats oh, yeah. to your daughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's twenty. Oh wow, quite young. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, like two weeks ago, she texted me, and they still live uh, pretty close to us. So it's like they live like twenty minutes away. Well, she works uh, where where she works at is like ten minutes from my house. So she texted me one day a couple weeks ago while I was at work and said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to come over tonight, uh, after work. I said, okay, cool. I said, Hey, can you, uh, can you stop at the liquor store and get me a bottle of vodka? And, uh, yeah, she goes, dad, I'm only 20. So in America, we have, I don't know how it is in Austria, but in America, you have to be 21 to buy alcohol, you know, whatever. So Uh, she goes, I'm only 20. I said, oh, shit, I thought you were 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, no, you you can go get your own vodka. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, in Austria, we got some. It's it's a little different. We can drink wine and beer. Yeah. As we are 16. And we can drink some other stuff like vodka or um, Something gin or something Whiskey like that. Whiskey or gin, yeah. Uh, uh, as we getting 18. But yeah. we can just get our driver's license when you're 18 as well. So. <laughs> yeah. I know in America there's something, I think you can get your driver's license with 16? Yeah, 15. Right? Yeah. 15? No way. Yeah. yeah. For a car? Yeah. <laughs> What the? <laughs> That yeah, would make so, so much, many, many things easier in Austria. Uh, well, so what the way it works is uh, each state in uh, in America has a little bit different rules with that. But 16 is, yeah, you're right. 16 is like the general or the you know majority of what everyone goes by. Uh, here in South Carolina and some other states, you can, uh, at 15... You can go apply for your uh, your driver's license, but it's like a temper. They call it a temporary um, kind of driver's license. So you apply for that, and then uh, you have to drive. You're allowed to drive at 15, but you have to have an adult or you know somebody 21 or older with their license in the car with you in the front seat. So you have to. Uh, you can do that for. 
six months and once that you know those many hours of driving that you've had that experience then you can go for your license so you go to a driver class and then you so you take the test and if you pass that then you take a driving test and then you get your license at 15 and a half so <laughs> so this is why <clears throat> we're at uh you know we're driving down the road yelling at people because they don't know how to drive because they started at 15 and they weren't taught properly you know <laughs> oh yeah i think um at my place we we do have something uh, similar like that so uh we can start with 17 and uh, something like that as, as well but that's new as, as i was at that age i think it, it wasn't that common to to do this but when i think no, you... i was 14 and i need to start work and it was pretty hard to get to work because I need to drive the bus for two hours to get to my workplace. And oh when I'm God. driving with my car, I need 15 minutes to get to my workplace. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I was going to say, I mean. do, you guys, do you guys have like uh, with your work, you're allowed to start working at a young age? Um. Yeah, you need to. We, we do have um, nine. We do have to make nine normal school years mm -hmm. so um it's like primary school and then uh, we, we go to mid school and then you have one year high school or and then start working or you you can make more years of high school so oh, we wow. have all in all nine years to do it and then you can start with your job it's it's they say it's, um, I don't know if you had it, I think you had it as well. It's like to be a Lehrling, it's the word in, in, in German. Mm. So you don't really start working from zero. You, you just choose what you want to work. Then you need to, like my job, mechanical engineer, is four years of something working and school together. Yeah, and then you need to make some exams, and if you pass them, you're a mechanical engineer. Oh, wow. I don't know how it is in America. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of different. So the uh, but I like how that is because they make you get hands-on experience with what you're going into. So here in America, you can go the the way our normal like school schooling or whatever goes. We have, uh, you start kindergarten or, you know, first grade, you know, so we have grades kindergarten through 12. So that is, uh, and that, and that's all the way through high school. So you have, uh, elementary school is like uh, grade school and that goes from, uh, kindergarten to, uh, sixth grade, I think they've changed it since I got out of school, but, uh, and then from seventh and eighth grade, they do like this, uh, it's called like a middle school and then ninth grade, uh, ninth, 10th, 11th and 12th, you go to high school. So most people in America don't graduate high school until they're like 17 or 18 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's all schooling. Now you can start a job 
when you're 15 in America. And unless it's like family owned, then you can start working at, I think, 14 or something like that. But uh, somewhere around there. But uh, you can't work full time until you're 18. So, yeah, you can't. So uh, a minor. So anyone under 18 cannot work 40 hours a week. Even if you're 17 and a half, you can't work 40 hours a week because that is for school. So they want you to stay in school until you graduate high school. And then, then you go to college. If somebody wants to go to college, that's a, you know, up to, you know, that's a choice. And, um, but, uh, if somebody goes to college for four years, like mechanical engineering, they'll graduate high school, then they'll go to college for four years and they go to school, like all the, just the schooling for four years on mechanical engineering. They don't actually get a job in mechanical engineering or learning that until after they graduate four years of college. So then all they have is book knowledge, you know, like classroom knowledge or whatever learning. And then they go to their job, uh, you know, as a mechanical engineer and do the, the work after that. So they don't have any experience until they do that. They don't get some degree or something. They they made that for four years mechanical engineer. Now you're in a mechanical engineer. <laughs> How does it work? I, I uh, that's that's the thing because we we can start with what it, it's it's quite the same. If if you get a family owned uh, business like at my case, you can start with fourteen. Mostly starting with fifteen. I don't know if it's still the same you know changed as well yeah. or you you can go uh school and uh later you, you can you can make your uh, going study after you, you just finished the high school so um i'm i'm finished with my uh, school after the nine nine years and started working and we we do the i am uh, I go every day working full time. Yeah. Um, at our place, the most time full time is uh, thirty eight and a half hours a week. Mm. Sometimes it can go up to forty two. So yep. it depends on what kind of job you are doing. So That's we are going mm-hmm. wake working full time and have two months a year of school in these four years and after these four years with every year two months of school we get a degree that we are just simply there is something like he does a great he's now a mechanical engineer so and and we if, if we want to get to another job or something like that we just need to show up that degree that we are a mechanical engineer or something like that yeah and, uh, now my my uh, thing is that because I started uh, working like with fourteen, I don't get uh, this uh, degree to study. But mm. if we are finishing the high school, we get a degree that we can study everything we want. Hmm. So and it's not always good to going to work so early. I think it's better to think about your future and, and trying to stay as long as possible at yeah. school. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, 
yeah, I see, I see, I feel like that's a better setup. Um, because, you know, starting to work in that field, like hands on kind of working in, you know, whatever you're going into, that's a, that's a better way to learn than just sitting in a classroom, you know, you got to have kind of both. So we have, there's, there's some things here in America where they'll, uh, they'll have that where like if uh, if you want to be a um, a general contractor so in America a general contractor is somebody that can uh, in in construction you know like building buildings or building houses or buildings or whatever that uh you know uh how everything should be built so where it's safe and you know all the structure is good all the electrical is good uh the plumbing all that kind of stuff well to get that degree, you can't go to college. You have to work with somebody that's a general contractor for two years straight. And uh, so you have to work with that person that's already in that, you know, with that degree or whatever, or that certificate. Uh, you have to work with them for two years and they have to teach you. And then you have to take this big test. To, uh, to pass it to be able to, you know, be a general contractor. So that's not something they offer like in college or whatever. I'm sure they offer, you know, different courses where that will help, you know, kind of get you ready for that kind of thing. But you, no matter what, you still have to work with somebody. And that's actually, you know, like in a job, working with that person uh, for two years before you can even take the test, you know. That's the thing we're doing in these four years. That's quite yeah. pretty the thing we're doing. Okay. And it's for every different job, you you need to do it. Even if you're yeah. just a hairdresser or something like that. They have three years oh, wow. you need to uh, look at other people, how they are doing. You're just co-working them. Yeah. And at the end, you, you do have that big test and then you get your degree. You are a hairdresser. Yeah. So that's how it works in Austria. Okay, I, I don't know. In, in, in America, there isn't that thing like you get something. You are now this or that. <laughs> so they, it might uh, be easier to get a job in, in America than in Austria because we always need paper, paper, paper. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. No, you can get a Listen, <laughs> you can get a job right out of high school or whatever, like. Uh, at a fast food, you know, place or a grocery store or gas station. Uh, most of the guys I work with, like I work construction. So, you know, redoing houses, you know, demolition and then uh, just re, you know, redoing the whole house. So plumbing, electrical, painting, drywall. That's why I said today when I, uh, when I got home, I, before we got on the podcast, uh, I had just got home like 10 minutes before because where I'm working today is, uh, it's a, like a farther drive. So, uh, when I got home, I had paint all, all over here on my face. <laughs> so, uh, I had to hurry up and clean up, but, um, so we do all that stuff, but yeah, you can get a job right out of high school doing most anything, uh, Honestly, besides like, you know, being a doctor or 
you know, the things that take extra schooling, like they won't let you build a bridge, you know, on the roads uh, if you don't have a civil engineer degree. (laughs) But yeah, so good thing or else we'd all be crashing, you know, stuff would fall apart. Somehow it's it's good because you can trying different things. So if we get something done, like me with my mechanical engineer, if I lose my job, uh, I need to go back into that. Even I don't want, I just had that paper. That's why I need to go back to that work. So if I want to change, I need to change it on my own. But when I want to change, I get paid like and trainee so it's it's like about 200 euros a month or something like that and just to get my flat paid i need to pay 600 euros a month so you never can go far with 200 euros or something like that so most people starting with a job they do think with 14 and need to do this job till the end or do you just getting crazy and get into a job by luck because yeah that happens sometimes if, if somebody doesn't want to see your papers it's okay but it's mm. it's it's rarely and most most people pretty need to stay in their jobs that's some depression mm. thing that's the thing because that's the this thing, why I'm now doing school again. Yeah. I wanted to change. So long time, it, it was really hard. I think they changed the system now a little bit for uh, people who get uh, lost their jobs or something. We had yeah. a really good system in, in Austria. If you lose your job, you don't need to uh, pay yourself. Uh, you get a, a small amount from the state. So uh, you can pay your flat and, and get some food. It's it's not quite much, but it's it's pretty okay. Yeah. Um, and we don't need to pay anything for doctors or something like that. That's the thing. Right. It's it's really good. I I like the system. Yeah. So. Yeah, but the job thing. So it's uh, it it kind of makes you feel like, uh, from what it sounds like, it makes you feel like you're kind of stuck in that one position or you know field that you chose. Uh, unless, you know, yeah. So you're just kind of stuck in that way. <laughs> so I guess, uh, yeah, there's, um, you know, we, I've worked with people that here that have worked like three different jobs at once. So they'll work, uh, one of my friends worked, uh, he worked in a, uh, trucking, like a shipping, uh, company, like a warehouse. So he loaded trucks, uh, with like a forklift. And then uh, he worked at a uh, machining place, like what you're talking, you know, with the milling machines. <clears throat> and then on the weekends, he would work at a video game store. So he did all these things. And he didn't have, when he got those jobs, he didn't have to have any papers, no college, no schooling. He just showed up, filled this paper out, said, yeah, I, I can drive a forklift and just that was it. <laughs> and uh, so it was a lot of opportunity, you know, that way. 
We we do have some jobs like that as well for people who who don't do this uh, training thing. Yeah. Um, but they are mostly really poor paid. So as mm. as you say, you you might need a second job or a third job as well. So um, Austria is pretty expensive to live in, and even if you had a degree and and you, I think mechanical mechanical engineer is quite good paid job. Yeah. And it's still hard to live in Austria. So mm. most people just do this kind of jobs if they getting or lose their old job and there is no place right now to get a new job in his old way he's going. So just to get over some time. Yeah, that's uh, – I don't know hardly anything about Austria. So hearing these hearing these things, it's, uh, it's very interesting to me. You know, I love learning about these different cultures and uh, how, how things are. I always ask people like, well, how was, how was high school when you were growing up? You know, like because I know like that's a, a thing when you're, you're starting to become, you know, kind of self-aware as a, as a person, you know, like at, you know, 14, 15 years old, you start realizing, uh, your parents don't know everything, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so you, you know, you hang out with your friends or you start making friends and, uh, you have to kind of stick up for yourself, you know, if you're getting picked on or bullied. And, uh, so it's, uh, it's kind of a, I think that's where we try to fit in, right? is uh, high school. So uh, I love learning about different uh, cultures and different countries where like, what was your high school experience? You know, cause we see stuff on movies or shows, but uh, it's way different when you're talking with somebody that, uh, you know, went through it and you kind of tell, uh, you know, how it was or that, whatever, and like the differences and things. Now we're, we're uh, sports uh, like in school. Was that like a big thing in, in, uh, in high school or, we we have uh, we need to do sports, but that's not quite even like America. We do have some. It's more like you do it private. The sports you do it private. Mm, gotcha. um, we do have school sports, but it's more like uh, two hours a week or something like that. Uh, it's a long time ago, and yeah. I don't really like it. I don't appreciate <laughs> it. So if we we play, we play. I got a teacher who was totally into the American sports, like baseball. And mm. I can say, I know there are some people out there are hating me right now, but I hate baseball. I just <laughs> hate baseball. <laughs> Nobody does it in Austria, but we need to do it. And the ball was so hard and and this, this globe was so big and I, no, I, I just don't like it. I really don't like it. <laughs> Did you did you ever get hit with the ball? I do, I do. Oh, it hurts many times, many times, and I always get some pretty blue uh, bruises, bruises everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's oh, not it, fun. I, I remember uh, growing up. You know, baseball is a big thing here. So, you know, five, six, seven years old, we're playing baseball. You know, most of us growing up, and uh, and yeah, that first time you get hit with the ball. Like you put your mitt down or here or whatever, and it hits you in the, <laughs> you know, you're crying, you know, when you're a little kid. <clears throat> yeah, that's, uh, 
That's a funny thing. Now, I, I so... wasn't sure what, what I don't like the most. Is it the ball or is it the stinky big loaf everybody uses the same? I don't know. <laughs> so you need it. What you need is the smaller uh, baseball glove that's pink, and then you'll be great. Ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so baseball's big. Uh, now, what about like, uh, did they do any other sports? Like, do you ever know? Did you ever play kickball? No, 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 no. We don't have something like that in Austria. Oh, we are more, out. we are more like into skiing and and uh, stuff like that. Snow stuff. Okay. What about like ice skating? Did you guys do like hockey? Is hockey big there? Uh, sure, sure. Not not quite uh, as sport. Hockey is. We do have some private uh, sports hockey teams and something like that, but they are yeah. not quite good, I think. I don't know. I'm not into hockey. I'm more into skiing. But we have pretty good skiing guys okay. in Austria. So I don't know if you ever watching TV skiing. I, I don't think so. I think that's the thing of Austria. <laughs> oh, no. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've seen skiing. My wife, actually, uh, she skied. Uh, she learned how to ski in high school. So she was actually in a club, you know, they have, uh, and here in America, they have, uh, different clubs in high school. That's part of the school, you know, the schooling part, whatever. So you'll have, uh, the chess club where people play chess, you know, they'll get together and do that and learn how to play. And then they have ski club. So they'll learn how to ski. Now down here in South Carolina, I don't think they have that. But where I grew up, me and my wife grew up, they're uh, you know it's colder, so they have they're they're not mountains, they're like hills, you know, they're not big mountains. It's uh, they're very small, but uh, you know we get enough snow where people can ski and and that kind of thing. But um, I was more I didn't like skiing too well. Uh, I did the hockey stuff or you know for winter. I, I liked ice skating and hockey uh, and sled riding, of course. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, they have uh, in school, we had uh, baseball, tennis, football, golf, uh, kickball. And I'm sure I missed one. Now, I played uh, baseball, football and wrestling. So we had wrestling, you know, like grappling. And uh, that's what what I was into. And that's what a lot of people, you know, it's a real common kind of sports or whatever in, in school. We are mostly in school do something like running, climbing, normal stuff like that, just boring stuff. Um, <laughs> we were separated, boys and girls. I don't know oh, how really? it is. Yeah, it, it's a long time ago. I don't think it's it's uh, this time's same. Yeah. Um, at my time, it was boys and girls separated. So uh, I don't know what the boys are doing, but yeah. we... Uh, I, I can remember, I, I was never into this um, girly thing like dancing or something like that. I always yeah. told my dad I want to be an engineer, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm just uh, hanging out with boys all the time. So we need to make in sports uh, a dance choreography and need to dance on a stage with a lot a lot a lot of people not just our parents or something it's it was a pretty big stage where yeah. 
there was a concert and we need to dance before the concert started or something like that. And this was the part I even hate more than baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people do. Most people are so afraid to get up there on stage, you know, like especially when you're younger. Uh, two of my daughter, my wife and I have five kids. And uh, so we have three boys and two girls. Well, the two girls were in to dance. You know, we put them in the dance when they were real young. So the one, my older one, she didn't really like it. So she got out of it, you know, at a young age. And then my younger one, she loved it. So she went on to like competition dancing, like she was on a special team, whatever. So uh, we traveled around the country and she would do these dance competitions. Well, the first time that she, you know, the first year or whatever, she started that, the first competition, she was so nervous she threw up before the uh, dancing. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, I can totally understand. I I know how how I, how sick I was of this this dancing thing, and I was so uncomfortable. We got some dressing that looks fine on the smaller girls, but I was, you know, little yeah. plus sized, and I just I was so ashamed of all of these things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy it's over. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you look great now. You did a good job, and uh, you're out there playing airsoft. So uh, you obviously changed some things, you know, in your life, which you know you feel better about, right? Sure, sure, totally, totally. Yeah, that's good. It makes so fun to running and jumping and shooting on other people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was talking to uh, I was talking to somebody uh, like a month ago. And I said, uh, so what kind of work do you do? And he said he was a uh, an accountant. Do you guys know what that, like, uh, have the same word, like uh, taxes? You know, it does. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. works on taxes and stuff. And uh, so he said, yeah, I'm a, they call him a certified public accountant. <laughs> so uh, he goes, yeah, I'm a CPA. And I said, oh, shit, you definitely need Airsoft because you need to go out and shoot somebody after that job. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the job I'm learning right now, accountant. I'm I'm getting into that. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I definitely need the the airsoft. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're staring at numbers all day. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> it's 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 pretty fun. I'm just so love the airsoft. I can't stop it. I'm going up to my favorite shooting place every weekend. I'm just showing up two days a week, just shooting other people. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Now, do you do you uh, do you go with uh, when you show up to the field? Do you go with like a friend or uh, or a team or anything, or you just go there and and play with who whoever's there? I'm into a team, um, but uh, when I'm driving there, I'm driving alone most time. But yeah. I'm in in a team uh, where pretty really nice guys and uh, funny guys. We we got a really nice community with a kind of mixed like some guys are 3d printing some make this and we all have something to chat with each other pretty pretty nice yeah yeah that's cool so, so i'm never is, be alone uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good yeah yeah i mean you know most people that i've talked to when they get into airsoft uh you know when they start playing airsoft they're um you know they they get kind of welcomed into that community really quickly and uh and 
feel really comfortable going back to the field, you know, to, uh, to play, even if they didn't have a team to be a part of or whatever, uh, you know, and that's what I found talking with all these different people throughout all these different countries is, uh, it's, it's all the same from what I'm hearing. It's all the same, no matter where you're at, no matter how you start in airsoft, the, uh, the airsoft community, everyone that's played, you know, been playing or whatever is very welcoming and, uh, you know, accepting to all the new players coming in. I think um, at my, I'm normally, I know it, it doesn't show us up right now because I'm normally quite um, shy. I'm pretty shy. <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm, you're, you're doing great. I didn't, I couldn't tell. So the first time I was there, I um, hardly can't speak with anybody. Um, I see that Airsoft is kind of safe space. Mm -hmm. We have so many different people on our place. Sometimes uh, a guy comes with his wheelchair and plays with wheelchair and oh, he's yeah. doing so good. Really. <laughs> That's genius. And yeah. it, it doesn't matter if you are plus sized or small or a girl or a boy, that it, it doesn't matter. Everybody is nice and yeah. that's such a good thing for your soul. So right. I don't know what I love more to shooting people or just to be in that community. It's the combination, right? It yeah. is, uh, it's the, you get out there, you get some adrenaline going, like you're, you're excited, you get to shoot somebody they shoot you, you know, it hurts. And so you get to go back and show off your welts and like, <laughs> and, uh, and talk about it and talk about your experiences. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the best communities that I've found, you know, to be a part of, honestly. So many different people and you always have something to talk different. Every, everybody's different. And that, that's a, quite a thing. And if somebody needs help, if, if you need I don't know, a screwdriver or something like that. You just scream above the tent and you just need to wait a second and five people stand there. You need it? Do you need it? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. It, it's pretty nice, really. And That's I cool. can use my 3D printing stuff as well. So it, it's a combination of everything. I, I just love that. We... Two weeks ago, we had a night game. My first night game. It was so awesome. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. I printed uh, glow-in-the-dark stock, and I, I can show you. What? Yeah, yeah show yeah. me. Just I want to see fun. it. Just yeah, for yeah. fun. So, uh, I was running like uh, a firefly <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> oh, so that glows in the dark? glowing in the dark oh my um, god this is glowing in the dark and i uh oh on the inside printed the the outer barrel as well i don't know if you can oh see oh my it. god so uh, what is that on the barrel is that like a uh what does it do wrap around it uh, yeah i made it like i i draw it like a helix yeah uh maybe i just ah i threw it away yesterday ah oh shit maybe i can uh that's a little no, we can see it inside there, but it looks weapon. like a wrap. Yeah, it's it's a helix. I printed it. Like a spiral, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is cool looking. 
So I was I was running like a like a little firefly. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not just that is the BBs so cool. glow. I'm glowing as well. Yeah. So you had the uh, the tracers, the tracer BBs. Yeah. And then uh, your gun is uh, glowing. Now, did so, you print? Did you print another stock for that as well? A different kind. Um, my my uh, casual stock I'm using is my hard stock. I printed. I thought that, that was the one you printed. Yeah. yeah, I saw a picture on your Instagram of that. It looks cool. Yeah, that's my hard stock and um, my grip. So. Nice. But normally, out of bird, I use my my um, anodized pink one. Yeah, that looks cool too. I just built the glow in the dark because of the night game, and it was it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you: Are you gonna um, are you gonna start uh, wearing the cat pink cat ears on the field? You got a three D. You got to three D print some cat ears to go on like a helmet or something. <laughs> I was thinking about that already, um, but uh, our park where we go shooting is um i'm um, like we have some tunnels that we have the field ah. up there then we have a uh, first floor so um i'm uh, the girl that's in the dark at the tunnel and oh, it's shit. it's it's quite tight and uh, yeah. if you had ears you're just getting you're stuck all the yep. time right. so <laughs> I'm the I'm more the silent girl who's yeah. coming from underneath. <laughs> the stealth, the ninja, yeah. I'm I'm into the speed stuff, so I'm just running all the time. But uh, mostly, I just I'm like pew pew <laughs> head up there pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, I got a new. Um, pistol now as well because we are talking from the anime i got a pistol from the anime oh yeah let me see it i don't know if you know did you know gun gale online what is it now gun gale online that's the name of the, the anime gun, gun, gun gale gale online i i i yeah just a second send me a, I can send show me a you. thing for it or show me yeah there is um the first two um enemies are sword art online and from that there was the gun gale online that's you you you, you need to take a look that's that's quite good <laughs> one of my favorites so i i love it because it's also a small girl pink small girl <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil you, but um, you you might need to to take a look on this. This that's really oh, good. Oh yeah, she has look like a little pink uh, P90. Yeah, yeah, she has yeah. the uh, P90. I want that at first. That that was this was the gun I wanted, a P90. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm playing with uh, HPA. I don't know yeah. if it's in America the same. It's the same. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and the uh, P90 is pretty hard uh, to build in HPA. Oh, so okay. I later go to the 
I'm for if I got enough money, I will get my P90 to the second weapon. <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. And the girl has a pistol. It, it doesn't show up on the uh, enemy just for a second or something. And she has this one. Oh shit, that looks nice. Yeah. That that's reminds from... me of uh, one that we got before was a uh, Hudson, but yeah, that's a little compact. What forty-five? That's from uh, Tokyo Marui uh, Special Edition Gun Gale Online Edition. She's oh right like this out of box. Oh, that's awesome! Well, I thought you free three uh, D printed some of that stuff. No, I don't. Don't do anything. That's right yeah. like this out of the box. That I... looks awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I was so happy to get it. And at least it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hot pink too. Like it's a darker pink. Yeah, yeah, it is. That was one kind. I'm just more into this uh, pastel-y, cute pink thing. And first place, I was like, oh, uh, it's 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 pretty dark. But I love I love oh, I love how great. she how she is. Um, oh, that's nice. The Mac as well. It's also pink. So yeah. I just love the details. And she's a little heavy, so I I like the weight as well. And she's small for my hands. Perfect. I just love it. I, yeah, that is cool. I love it. <laughs> so you take that on the field as well? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, oh, yeah. To, uh, you know... My M4 is a little bit bigger, so if I need to just get through a small corner or something like that, I, I use my pistol as well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's some guys might just collect them. Oh, I'm sure. But, but I need to play them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, something like that, you know, that's... Uh, I could see a lot of people getting into, like, collecting those kind of things. They have a special edition from the P90 as well, mm. but um, it's, I think, a year ago or something they released it. And as you want to buy them now, it's about 1,400 euro, if, if I'm right. It's, it's uh, something about $1,600 or something like that. That's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Gun. It is, so yeah. <laughs> that's not the place I can spend my money. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, it has been, uh, it's been really, really nice to meet you. Oh my God, it's so late right now. <laughs> I know. Well, you know how it goes. You just get talking and we forget <laughs> the I'm time. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm, you don't have to apologize. This has been great. I've, uh, I've loved learning uh, your background and like, how things are in Austria and how you got an airsoft and uh, all the cool stuff you have. I love that you are, uh, you're very uh, like you have a lot of ideas, you know, uh, about what you want to run on the field and, and kind of mixing it up, you know, changing it uh, and making it different. I love that gun that you, you have the glow in the dark stuff. That is really cool. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> Yeah, that is a really cool idea. I've never seen that. I 
I need her. <laughs> it just came up my mind. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're good. You're good with that. That's good. You got some good ideas. Well, uh, I will um, definitely be sending you some bags of candy corn so you can try that out. Thank you. <laughs> that yeah. would be so nice. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll message you after uh, the podcast here and, um, and exchange information and I'll, uh, I'll send you some uh, Trifecta Airsoft, you know, stickers and that kind of stuff too. You thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be cool. But anyway, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you. It was a nice uh, evening. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good time. I, uh, yeah, I had a really good time meeting you. Thank you. So I will, uh, I'll post your, um, your Instagram on the, the, uh, description in the video. And also, uh, in case you didn't know, I put, uh, all these podcasts on like Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, all that kind of stuff. So if you don't want to watch it, you can just listen to it, you know, that kind of thing. So I'll put the links for those in the, uh, in the video as well. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I enjoy you all your videos on, on, on YouTube. So. Oh shit. Oh, now you know how dumb I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Don't watch them. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. I hopefully you will be fine with an uh, poorly speaking Austrian on your channel right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, thank you so much. And uh, it was really nice to meet you. Thank you. And hopefully we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do it again soon. Yeah, would be nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. Have a good night. So, good night. Bye.